What's going on everybody? Josh King Madrid, other known as Jesset, and I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, one of my business partners, um, Jeff Bunting, uh, multiple seven-figure e-commerce entrepreneur, um, absolutely crushing it, and we actually teamed up, and we decided that we're going to team up on the you know the Dropout Degree podcast. I know a lot of you guys have been waiting for a new episode, um, so we're just going to call this season two, pretty much a brand new episode, and uh, we're going to come in a lot stronger, a lot harder, a lot faster, and pump out a lot of content for you guys um, so you can get to that next level. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to be here, man. Um, you know, a lot of people get a lot of value out of podcasts. I think a lot of people really can, you know, find some part of their day where they can sit down. And it's not like a video message where you get boring, where it gets boring. You can sit down and you can put your headphones in while you're at the gym or whether you're driving or whatever. And you can just tune in, get value, you know, start upgrading your life and leveling up in a way where it's not too difficult, not too time consuming. You know, right, that's right. why I think podcasts are really important i listen to them you know all the time i used to listen to them a lot more but uh you know back at it so we wanted to make this first episode um you know let you guys kind of have some input about what we're talking about um and really you know let you guys decide what you want to hear about um because i know it has been a while and so i just wanted to make sure that you know when you're tuning in you're actually being able to learn and learn things that you know you can actually implement, things you actually care about, things that are actually gonna help you get to that next level. So what I did was I posted up on my Instagram, um, you know, for people pretty much to send me topics, for people to send me questions, for people to you know let us know what they want to hear about in today's uh, first podcast episode. Um, so we'll go ahead and start diving into it. We're not gonna make this too long today, guys. Um, you know, maybe 30, 40 minutes max. But we want you guys to be able to just you know really pick up some information, get some quick tips, and you know really be able to actually execute with it and implement them instead of just give you guys a bunch of like motivational BS. So we'll get uh, go ahead and get started. I feel like that's what most podcasts are now. It's just a bunch of stuff that gets you really hyped up and it's like oh this is really inspiring and this is good but then like what do i do tomorrow right you know right and i feel like that's why i stopped listening to so many big of the big podcasts is because like there was just no tactical advice in it it was like it's a lot, of, a lot of fluff good. it was well, a lot of fluff feel good for right, sure. right right um so today i think out of all these questions we're gonna go over number one how to start becoming an entrepreneur i think that's important you know i, I think that that's one of the biggest pitfalls of even becoming your own boss or you know creating your own schedule whatever it is it's one of the biggest pitfalls because people go where do i start right like, what do i actually do what steps do i have to change from going from an employee mindset to a business mindset it doesn't happen overnight but what is the actual transition for that and then um another one was what do you actually do what is a tactical thing you do uh, when you get stuck in life or business i think that is something that nobody really talks about right you know how to get out of a rut or how to regain momentum in your businesses in your life and yeah you know, whatever it is. Once you plateau. Um, and let's see. What's another good one, Josh? Let's see. There's a ton of good ones in here. Um, what about how to grow a personal brand? Yeah. So that's something I think you and I are uniquely qualified to talk about even. Right. You know, I feel like most people... I don't think there's that many people in this space that actually know how to build a personal brand from scratch. Um, there are some people, and don't get me wrong, there's entrepreneurs who are absolutely crushing it and have massive, massive personal brands, but these are people who might have started with millions of dollars you know, before they even got onto social media, before they even you know came into this world, and so they were able to hire teams to build a personal brand for them. Uh, me and Jeff, we kind of started out you know, building our personal brand while we were also working on our business, or while, you know, we, yeah. so like we were able to figure it like out- a, It was like a double-edged sword for us. You right, know? so we were able to figure out how to successfully build a personal brand, while not having multi millions of dollars of startup capital uh, to hire twenty people to do it for us, and you know, you look at 
some of the biggest personal brands out there right now. I'm not going to name names. You guys probably already know them if you know who we are. Um, these guys had money to launch their personal brands. They had a team behind them. You know, when Josh and I started, you know, I met Josh when he had, you know, 10,000 followers between all platforms. And, you know, it was just him. He was riding solo. He didn't have a team. He didn't have an abundance of money. He didn't have, you know, a business he sold for $100 million. And I don't think the people that are building personal brands and giving advice right now are relatable. You know, I think it's it's I think it's a struggle to relate to people, um, these big gurus right now, because you know these all they all had massive launches. They all the reason they have you know three hundred to a million plus followers is because they launched campaigns so hard with so much money right. and so many man hours put in, not just by themselves but by their teams that they could afford. That it's not relatable to like the average person. Like if you're working a nine to five and you say, hey, I start wanting to be an influencer or I want to build a personal brand. It's not realistic. Right, right. It's really not for you to follow in their footsteps. Right, makes sense. So I think the real question here today is how can you as a viewer or as a listener right now actually build a personal brand from scratch without that much money, without you know hundreds and hundreds of free, hour, uh, free time of hours each week and still be able to you know monetize it, gain new opportunities and use it to leverage to actually get to that next level you want to be in life. For sure. Um, so, do you want to start with the personal branding, or do you want to start with the? Uh, um, let's go ahead and start with the first. First things first. You know, how do you? Where you? Start? How do you go? Where do I start? So, I'll, I'll just let you start. How do you go from an employee mindset, someone that's you know whether it's they've worked there for the last twelve years, they've worked at a job, or someone that's just out of high school or college has no idea what they want to do, but they know they don't want to live a mediocre life. Right. What is the first couple steps in your opinion? So I think personally for me, um, most people have been programmed uh, by their parents, by their teachers, by the influence they see on an everyday basis, the people they talk to, um, to have self-limiting beliefs inside of their head. So, you know, oh, only, you know, getting rich is lucky. You know, being yeah. successful is lucky. You know, uh, this is not meant for me. I'm supposed to just, you know, go to school, get good grades, go to college, you know, get a, and hopefully land a high paying job. I think we talked about it earlier, the actual statistics of that actually happening is actually very slim. It's not what most people would think. And so a lot of people are stuck in that mindset. So the first things first, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be a business owner, you want to get to that next level, you have to get rid of these self-limiting beliefs that you've been taught, that, you, that you've been hardwired with your entire life. And you're going to have to rewire your cognitive framing, right, which takes a while. It's going to take a lot of mentorship, a lot of books, a lot of experiences, a lot of failures, a lot of ups and downs, right? So you have to rewire your cognitive framing and literally change everything that you've been taught your entire life. You have to literally like throw that in the trash, burn it, for completely forget about it, and take in a whole new wiring in your mindset. So in terms of that, what I'm, what I'm talking about, what I mean that is, you know, how do you view, you know, money? Is it scarce? Do you have an abundance of it? You know, how do you view opportunity? Are you scared to do things? You know, are you scared to take risks? Or are you willing to go all in because you believe in yourself and you have a high conviction level that you know you're gonna do something? So there's so many different things if you wanna kinda of touch base um, that we can go in and talk about, but you're gonna have, that's the first thing, the first step is you're gonna have to rewire your cognitive framing. I think the first thing that most people mess up on when it comes to everything that involves, uh, you know, business, money, success, everything, the first thing they realize, they don't realize, is that it's not some magical thing. Right. It's a skill. Learning how to manage your money is a skill. Learning how to make money is a skill. Learning how to save money is a skill. Learning how to build a business. Learning how to hire. Learning how to take opportunity. Those right. are all skills. They're not something you're born with. They're right. not, some people are, right? So some like, people have intuition. Yeah, so just like just like sports, pretty much is what you're saying. Yeah, like for example, like some people are good at basketball the day they step on the court. Me, I can't land a hoop if I try, but you probably were great. Mm -hmm. um, but that was a skill. I was also on the on the court. Well, I'm saying when you started. Oh right. Okay. You were okay, probably right. naturally better than me at right. basketball. Right. 
and that's life. Some people are going to be naturally better than you at something. Some people are going to have, um, what is the word? I, it's not, uh, I, whatever, it doesn't matter. But most people are just going to have something they're better at than someone else. Right. That's just going to be a starting point, but it doesn't mean it's the ending point. You know, for me, what Josh said is, who did you learn money skills from? Who did you learn business skills from? Because odds are most people watching this podcast don't have rich parents. They don't had, they didn't have rich teachers in school. They didn't have rich friends. They probably didn't have money mentors, business mentors, success mentors. Right. Something I learned really early on was that success and winning mm-hmm. is not uh, just luck. And it's not just something that happens after you've done a million hours or something. Right. Winning is actually a skill. Right. You know, when I was an, I'm an ex pro jiu-jitsu fighter. And I, I won a couple tournaments. My first few tournaments I won, right? And then I went on this like little losing streak. And I lost, I got third place like over and over and over, second and third place. That means I was good at my skill, right? I was right, good. Right. But I wasn't good enough to get first right, place. There's other people who have a better skill. And they could have better skills. But after I trained, I, so I switched jiu-jitsu schools and I, I found better mentors. Right. Um, and I'm not saying my past mentors were bad, but they just weren't willing to dedicate the time into me. And... Uh, they weren't in a mindset where they wanted the student. Right. You know, a mentor and a mentee relationship is very specific. So I switched schools, I found new mentors, I found people that wanted to see me succeed, mm-hmm. but they also always succeeded. They're right. the best in the game. Like, they're right. still to this day evolving every day in jiu-jitsu um, and killing it. But after I trained with them for about three or four months, I just developed something, um, and I, there's no word for it in the English language, I don't think. And there, <laughs> like, there really isn't, but yeah. it's, it's a skill of not like of believing yourself to the point where you're not going to actually lose right. and if you lose it's because you gave your best and you knew you were going to win still right. but the other person was just better at that day yeah and obviously in business and in you know everything like entrepreneurship yeah there's no winner or loser really you can't there's right. no podium i think also maybe another word that you can kind of use for that is maybe conviction because I think back to, you know, when I set goals or I said things that I wanted to do um, back when I was in middle school and high school. And I was like, hey, you know, by the time I'm, you know, 21 years old, I want to be driving my dream car, which is a Nissan GTR. Right. At the time, I had no idea how I was going to do that. But I was so convinced that this has already happened. Like, in my mind, it already happened. Yeah, you manifested it. Yeah, it's like, it, it just now it's just a matter of time. So somehow, because I put out that energy, somehow because, you know, I... I was doing the right things. I was taking the right actions that were going to lead up to where I wanted to get. And, you know, because of that, and it, the thing is, it has to be authentic. It has to be true. You have to really, really actually want it. A lot of people, you know, they say they want it. Oh, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a billionaire. Manifestation doesn't work like that. Right. Yeah, it doesn't you work like that. You get what you really desire. You got, yeah, you got to be like, you got to be worthy of it. You if you I mean? just want to be rich, you're probably never going to be rich unless it's just luck. Right. If you desire to be rich and you have a burning desire for specific reasons to make a lot of money. Right. It's a reality. It's a possibility that it could happen. Right. Um, and so every time like I set a goal like that, it always happened. Like when people buy, oh, but how do you know you're actually gonna do it? It was like it, it wasn't a question for me. You weren't even worried about exactly how you're gonna do it. Yeah. You just knew exactly. But so back to what I was saying is, you were, you just reminded me of the best way I could describe it is when I would always get third place, I had a weak mind. Right. I was not strong minded, and what that means is like I was willing to give up. I really I wasn't mm. willing to push myself and my body to my limits because I didn't believe I could do it. So your willpower. It's just, in jiu-jitsu, we call it like a mindset thing, and mm-hmm. in business is the same thing. But once I was training with those mentors for right. that, that six months, they would, they would be like, do you even want this on the mat? They would be like, they'd be screaming. They said, Jeff, why are you giving up at that point in the fight? You're getting dominated by you know, a higher belt or someone much better than me in training. Right. And they'd be like, why do you give up, though? Just because he's a higher belt, just because you think you're supposed to lose? Right. 
and they just taught me how to like literally have a strong mind, how to scrap and like fight for what I want. And then I went and did another tournament like three or four w months later, after just switching those schools and after going through intense training like that, and I, I just won everything. I right. literally dominated everyone. And the only time I lost was like the world championships against the guy who won. And that's not saying that yeah. I only lost because the guy who won I fought. Right. Because he, but he's just genuinely better. He was he's training for more years. Done, more years. He's done than longer. Me. He's has maybe a little bit more willpower. But I, you know? but because I developed that strong mind, um, I was able to like rack up like 20, 30 medals in a year. Right. Traveled all over the country. Um, now, how do you relate this to business? Mm -hmm. Right. How do you relate this to business? Some people. Right? Most people, actually, not some people. If you're listening, you're probably most people. Right now, you want something better in your life, right? You want more money, you want more freedom, you want more time, whatever it is, those specific things. But you don't have a strong enough mind to actually push through it and right. actually not be willing to give up if you got fourth place. Right. You're fighting the guy who won. You know, you have to push through, push to the end where you have to be a dominator. Mm -hmm. And so when you start in a business, obviously, you're not going to wake up one day and have the strongest mind. Right. Some people do. I think you came into the game with a much stronger mindset than most people. You weren't right. like, oh, let me test the waters of this business. Let me let me build a personal brand. Let me see if it works. Because that mindset never really ever amounts to much. Because right. what will happen is on your first few failures, it'll push you to the brink of saying, ah, it's not for me. I don't think I can do it. When yeah. in reality, if you just believed and you just pushed, you really could get to that next level and actually start succeeding. I think one of the other things too, when it comes down to you know switching from that regular mindset to the entrepreneur mindset, that business mindset, is somebody's willpower to be willing to do more than the next person. So when Jeff was excelling, he was killing it in jiu-jitsu, he was, like I said, he was training his ass off, he was putting in work, he was doing what it takes to get to that next level, which a lot of the competitors that he was beating were probably not pushing themselves to that limit. So I remember- But I think it also, I think another big thing was I, I had the best people in the game teaching me. Right, for sure. You know, mentorship is a huge key, you know? And so when you combine like mentorship, when you combine where you're getting your source of information, but with the actual willpower, the actual burning desire to do more right to be more then you have a lot higher chance of succeeding and the ability to do it a lot faster yeah. so when i think back to when i was first starting and i found a mentor who was who's willing to help me who's willing to give me that information who's willing to tell me what i needed to do plus on top of that i'm going home and i'm researching i'm on a fourth page doing everything i can i'm looking at every business every influencer every entrepreneur seeing what they're doing i'm doing my market research you know trying to figure out what I can do to, you know, pretty much become like these people who I want to, you know, get in business. Get like, you know? And I think in life, one of the biggest skills you can learn to create is copycat. Right. You might not do it as good as someone who's amazing, mm -hmm. but if you copy Michael Jordan's shot or LeBron's shot or the best jujitsu people in the world to copy their moves, mm -hmm. you actually will accelerate a lot faster because obviously they're doing what works. Right. Uh, like I say, don't try to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, for sure. Um, and. Again, this is just th these simple things are, I think, the difference between someone that has a great idea and starts a business and fails and someone that has a semi-crappy idea like me when I started. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the most brilliant business idea in the world. You know, I started drop shipping on eBay. That's not, that's not innovative. I didn't create Tesla. Right, right. right. I didn't create, uh, you know, there's a company called Testloop, and I think the founder is like 17 years old, and mm -hmm. it's a big company here in California. I didn't have any idea like that, but the difference is, is I had the mindset where I was like, I'm going to make this win, and then I'm going to take this win to the next win, to right. the next win. And that's how I built my, you know, my empire. And, was, and that all, all that does, too, and at the same time, is you're 
you know, building up that subconscious belief level. Oh, for sure. That is letting yourself know. I can't I lose. Win. I win. I win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, mean, I cannot lose. We're like 69. We don't take L's. <laughs> I, I just can't lose in my mind. And if I do lose, I'm willing to accept the fact that I lost. Right. And then I just say, how do I win next time? Right. It's not that I just give up anything. I don't take a business model and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to launch this. And then it didn't work out day one or day seven or day 70. Right. It didn't do exactly what I planned, which it never, ever does. Sometimes in life, you'll have a boot burst of luck where you'll get like the results you wanted mm-hmm. but then most of the time it's probably you probably under underperform what you're right. yeah, always sometimes you don't right and that's that's those are the beautiful times in life i had one mentor that told me something um that stuck with me since i was 18 and i really don't talk to him too much to this day but he was good at the time for me mm-hmm. and he told me something he said jeff look he's like your business any business you know whether it's MLM, whether you're running a, a commercial brick and mortar store, whether you're running an online business, or whether you're running a dropshipping business. He goes, your business will have ups and downs and how you act upon those ups and downs is gonna reflect the ability to create success. And so by that, him saying that, he said, don't get excited on the highs mm-hmm. and don't get sad on the lows because it always evens out. So you right. might have a month where you do you know, $10,000 your first month or your first time making $10,000 and the next month you make 2,000, people give up there. Right. But they just don't realize they just had a high, expect the low, right. expect the worst to come. And if it doesn't ever get there, you had higher expectations, you know? Right, that makes sense. You know, I think one of the things too, we can tell you guys all this information, we can give you guys all this information that we're telling you right now. You can't let this information just go to your head and get you excited and you go, oh, I'm gonna start doing this, so I'm gonna start doing that. You have to actually consciously keep on trying to implement this information. Like what I tell people all the time, um, you know, you have to build your subconscious belief level. How do you do this? You know, because a lot of people are like, you know, I'm not sure if I can do this or I want to buy this or I want to start this business, but what if it doesn't work? Yeah. You know, can I get my money back? Can I cancel? Can I quit? And I'm like, look, well, first of all, if you're not 100% ready before you get started, don't even get started because you're already letting yourself know. You waste it's, everyone's time. Yeah, you're wasting everybody's time. And you're letting yourself know that it's okay to lose. It's okay to quit. It's okay to be a fucking loser. And that can't be all right with you. You have to go in with the mindset that, hey, I'm going to win, I'm gonna take this W, no matter what, I'm going to get this done, no matter how long it takes. So by the way you do that though, the way you get to that level, is like, this is honestly a dangerous level of thinking. Like a lot of people, they take this for granted, they think it's cliche, but the way that me and Jeff operate and the way that we think is a dangerous level of thinking. So what do I mean by this? So in my mind, when I say, hey, I'm gonna pick up this cell phone right here and I'm gonna raise it, I'm gonna make sure that I actually do it, right? And obviously this is an extreme example, but if I say I'm gonna put it down, I'm gonna put it down. But I'm not gonna say I'm gonna pick it up and then not pick it up because I'd be lying to myself. my arm hurts a little bit. Right. You know? So, and that's what most people do. You know, it's like, oh, I can pick this up. Uh, I'm I'm gonna get a Lamborghini before 21. You know how many times I've heard that? Right. You know what's funny is I set that goal. I, I said I want to get a Lamborghini by 21. It's a Huracan. Right. I didn't do it till 22. Yeah. But it, that, some people say that's great. I'm I, saying I set a I set a time goal and I didn't achieve it. Right. Same thing with GTR. A lot of people I said 18 and I got it at 19. A lot of people right there would let that be that brick wall. Right. And this is just a way for you guys to see a direct reflection. This happens much more hard, um, much more like intense with businesses. Right. If you set a goal to do five million dollars in your first year and you do a million. That you most people just give up. They're like, I just didn't hit my goals. Like I'm just sad. I'm depressed. Something wrong. Yeah. In reality, sometimes you have to realize that consistency beats everything. Mm. Um, I was, you know, I was an entrepreneur for about three or four years before I made my six my first six figures. Right. Right. Like my first actual hundred thousand dollars profit a year. It was like four years in, and it's a hard reality for some people to say, Wow, Jeff, your life is so amazing. 
I want that. I want that for me. I'm like, well, are you willing to give up four years of struggles? Right. Is it worth it for you? And if it is, I can give you the roadmap I took because yeah. <laughs> if you're willing to push through that, and, and that's why I relate a lot of my success to jujitsu is because like I had to grind yeah. before I ever won a tournament. Yeah, you had, to, you had to understand what it felt like to lose. You had to <laughs> understand what it felt like to put in hours and hours of work and not see the progress you wanted to see. For sure. But still keep on doing it because you, you have a belief level and an end goal in mind that you know where you can be. You've seen other people get to that level before. Yeah. So you know it's possible. I think that's the difference between jiu-jitsu and business is uh, business, I feel like people think other people's results are unattainable for their own set, for their own self. Right. In jiu-jitsu, you, you see someone at a purple belt level, like that's mediocre, mid-level, mm-hmm. killing everyone. And you say, I could just do exactly what he did. I could train as much as he did. I can find, I can go to his coach. In business, you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So that's, I think. If I don't, if I don't come up with this great idea, or if I don't, you know, get lucky and this ad doesn't pop off, and yep. if, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it. I might lose all my money. I'm not gonna, you know, people they they get stuck. But it's like everything in life is like a game, dude. Like everything in life has the same sort of cycle, the same sort of system. So you just gotta figure out how can you win at it. How can you get to that next level? I'm telling you right now. You know, I'm not a billionaire yet, but I see that there's people who do who are billionaires. So I know if I want to be a billionaire, and I'm willing to put in those billionaire hours. I'm willing to network with people. I'm willing to spend the type of money. I'm willing to do all that. I know I can do it. It's just a matter of fact. Do I actually truly want to do it deep down in here? So. You know, the last few months I've been kind of thinking about it, and I'm like, what do I actually want to do with my personal brand life? Right. And I'm like, what's the message I want to send? And, you know, for me, when I was 18, 19, 20, I really didn't know that this life was possible. Right. I don't think four years ago you knew this life for you was possible. Definitely not. And so you guys are on here, you're realizing, yeah, we're real people. Mm-hmm. We're not some superhumans. We're not, you know, Gokus. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. We're not gods. And that's where it says, I'm just a normal person like you and you and you and you and every person in this room and every person listening to this podcast, same with Josh, we just believed in ourselves, right? We took opportunity and we didn't give up through the struggles. I think that's all it takes to become an entrepreneur. You don't right. need the best idea. Right. You don't need it. Like I, 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 I sold things, I sold pots and pans on eBay that I didn't <laughs> own and I didn't have and that's called yeah. drop shipping. And I turned that into a seven figure business. And from there, I built a personal brand and from there I invested in other businesses. So I'm telling you guys, you don't need the best idea. You just need to be able to put the work in. Right. You're gonna have to learn how to win. You're gonna learn how to not give up. Learn from a mentor, follow the roadmap. You know, don't try to do it the hard way when there's ways that are a lot easier, a lot more simple to get involved with. But you know, to the mentor thing, I think people are gonna come back at us from this exact statement and say, well, I can't find a mentor. Right. You gotta realize that in jujitsu, it's not like I lived with a guy. It's not like he, not like my coaches followed me around, right. not like they did something. They would put out content in a group class form. Mm-hmm. They would teach, right? They would put out content just like this podcast. Like they'd be teaching in front of a room. Instead, we're teaching in front of the whole world. Right, right. And they would show everyone and then we would go practice on our own. Right. Most of you guys want me want a mentor to hold your hand to get you that next level. And that's Everybody, not people, fucking people reality. Want to be they want to be babied. No, nah, and that's not reality. They're scared. Don't right. be fucking scared. Like don't be scared to go after what you want. Be a good fucking person. Believe in yourself. Don't expect anyone to hold your hand. And I'll tell you, you guys can really make this shit happen. It's not a, it's not a, uh, you know, a dream. Like it's not <laughs> what we're living is not fantasy. Like it's, a, it's definitely a reality. And so, for, so that's kind of the first topic, guys. So for those of you guys who are like, you know, how do I become an entrepreneur? How do I become a business owner? How do I step out of this, you know, comfort zone where I'm at? Get into a place I'm not so comfortable in, but that's gonna help me become a lot more comfortable down the line. 
that's exactly it. That's the roadmap. This is a little jumbled mess, but if you listen to that whole message we just gave you guys, you should have a much more clear vision right. yeah. of how to make it happen. And when you guys too, you know, whether you listen to this, you're at, you know, you're in your car, you're at the gym, whatever it is, I would highly, highly encourage you guys when you guys get home, when you guys have free time, whether it's a weekend, whether it's a late night, whether it's when you wake up, you know, wake up an hour earlier, but listen to the podcast and take notes, whether if it's on your phone or on an actual piece of paper, and try to actually implement these strategies every day. Because if you're not gonna win unless you consistently and consciously keep doing the things that we say to do, or you're gonna just kind of get lost. You know, you gotta build, it, you gotta turn what we're saying into a habit. Some people, this are- is a habit for us. We don't have to think second, like we don't have to second guess this information. Like it's hardwired in our brain, which is why we. When? It's, it's just subconsciously like drilled in. Yes. Some some of you guys are gonna ask, how do you actually start learning how to win? Mm-hmm. The first thing is to start making small wins on a daily basis. What that means is if you say, hey, I'm gonna set a goal, I'm gonna make my bed every day. Make your fucking bed every day. Right. What that'll do is to train your subconscious to say, I, I beat that goal. I do what I say I'm gonna do. Yeah, I beat this goal. So then set a higher goal. Say, I'm gonna make a thousand dollars this week. And if you don't make, see, I, I take that one back. I don't really believe in timed goals because they are actually really depressing right. for the most for the average person. I could say I want to do X numbers in the, this month, and if it doesn't happen, the normal person gets worried and sad, and, and that's right. not, it's not a good way to set goals. This is the same mentor that told me the uh, other thing. He told me this. He was like, just set goals. Say, I'm going to make $1,000 a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't mean this week. It right. just means I have a goal, and I'm going to keep grinding till I make that goal happen. And if you give up on that goal, you train your fucking subconscious that you are going to lose everything you do. Right. So anything you say you're going to fucking do, do it. If I say I'm going to be a millionaire, um, you know, three years ago, I went and did it. Right. If you say that you're gonna drive a, a Lamborghini one day, I wouldn't say I have an, I'm gonna get a Lamborghini by 25. Shit happens in life. Things right. don't happen when they want, they happen when you deserve them. When you're worthy. Yeah, and so what it is, is if you guys say you're going to do something, you tell your subconscious, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna make my bed every day, I'm going to eat healthy for the next, you know, six months, whatever it is, make sure you fucking do it because you have to train yourself to win. Right. Um, all right, let's go jump into the next one. It's what do you? So what do you do when you feel stuck? You know, when you're in a plateau, when you're not at the level. You know, you get in uh, what do some people call it a slump. When you get in a slump, I have that. I had that happen before multiple times where I was, you know, aggressively scaling, making more and more money, making more and more money, and then just boom, stopped. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? How do I, you know, get to the next level? How do I regain momentum? Um, so exactly what you said. It stopped. Right? Right. Everything was going good and it stopped. Realistically, if you look, and this is me asking you, is if you, if Josh, if you look back and you reflect the times that you got stuck and you feel like things aren't progressing anymore, were you still progressing? Not your businesses, but were you still progressing as a person? Or were you taking time off? Or were you taking a step back slightly? Or were you taking your foot off the pedal? Because every time anyone's ever told me they lost momentum, it's because of that. And honestly, it's 100% that. When I think right now to every single time that I lost momentum, that I stopped, um, one of the main reasons is because I stopped doing the things that got me to where I was in the first place. Because, hey, you know, I used to, you know, bust my ass, you know, and made sure I worked every single day, made sure I worked on something in my business every single day, and made sure I, you know, didn't go out and party, and made sure I didn't do this, and made sure I didn't do that. And I was making, you know, let's say $10,000 a month. Yeah. And then I kept doing that and I was making $30,000 a month. And now I'm like, hey, I'm making $30,000 a month. I'm going to go hit a party. I'm going to, you know, I don't need to work today. I can take today off. Yeah, I'm making, then, I'm making enough. I'm making enough. I'm yeah, doing I'm making enough. enough. Then next month, $15,000. i am like, wait, how did I go from $30,000 to $15,000? But you're like, I'm not going to go back to what I was doing before because I'm better than that now. Right. That's usually where the slump comes in. Right. I'm better than grinding now because I've already made $35,000 a month. I'm better than getting on the computer and grinding 10 hours a day. Most people just have their mindset change. Whether you're in a slump right now, um, 
because whether you're like like stuck right now, you feel stuck right now. There's two different types of stucks. There's momentum crashing, mm-hmm. and then there's you not taking action. Right. I think the main reason people get stuck is because they're just really not willing to take action. You guys feel stuck. I, I'm not making any money in my business. Well, how many businesses are you really actually launching? How many different things are you actually trying? How many experiments are you doing in your life to fix these results? Are you being self-fucking-aware? What right. I mean is, are you actually trying to figure out the issues that are causing this, or are you just sitting there feeling bad about it? Right, right. That's the difference between, I don't feel bad about things, and if I do feel bad, it's a conscious decision to feel bad. Why, why I'm saying that is because, like, let's say the worst thing in business happens to me. My business gets shut down by the government. Like, I, whatever. It's some crazy right, like, anomaly, right. right? If I let myself feel bad, it's because I want to feel so bad about it that I fucking get out of bed tomorrow and fix it. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I'll feel bad for myself. Right. I'll be like, yo, I'm not doing where I'm not where I'm want. I want to be, you know, I want 100 million. If anything, I get more fired up. When bad shit happens to me, I get fucking fired up. Like, all right, this already happened. I can't change that. There is nothing well, I can do. You're going to feel do. like shit in the beginning. Right. No, for sure. Yeah. You obviously feel like shit. It obviously sucks. But you get sucks. fired up from that shit. But yeah, so that feels a whole new burning yeah. desire inside of me. Like, like I'm, I'm like, I got to remove this emotion. Like, that's from my me life. being pissed off, honestly. I'm pissed off. I'm stuck. I'm losing. I'm pissed off. But I can't sit there and dwell about it for the next three months and say that the reason I sucked three months from now was because of that error, because of what happened to me. That's if you, you let know, that feeling consume you, you don't ever deserve to be successful. Ever, you know, when that happens, I'm I'm like, all right, well, this happened. I can't change that. You know, I maybe I already tried to change it. Maybe I already tried to find a different alternative solution right away to get back to where I was doing. And if I really realize that there's no possible way, well, all right, now it's time to adapt. You know, a lot of people, they're consistent. They're consistent. They're consistent, but they do not adapt. So another thing, you know, when people feel stuck, well, it's like, hey, I can, there's a law called the law of diminishing returns. The more you do something, and then eventually the less you're going to get, right? So there can be, you know, I can spend $1,000 a day on ads and make $10,000. Eventually, but that $1,000 may get 1050 Exactly. So eventually, you know, the audience is burned out. The, you know, this is not doing this. The funnel, the trends change. You know, the market changes, and things stop working. Now, but I can be like, but dude, I was consistent i always spent a thousand you weren't adaptive but yeah i didn't adapt to the market right so you know i started doing the same things and it was producing different results and what do they say about insanity i mean the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result i mean if you if you punch yourself in the face every day (laughs) you give yourself a black eye every day why would you expect not to get a black eye right like that's the same with anything if you do the wrong actions in business every single day don't expect to make a million dollars don't expect to make six figures don't expect to make a thousand dollars if you do the wrong actions what are the right actions though right the right actions are getting rid of a poor support support group that's the first thing if you feel stuck you're probably not around people that are fucking motivating you right literally if you feel stuck you're around the wrong people I never feel stuck because I, I, t- I take one text now and someone's like, yo, I made a million this month. I look, yeah. at, I look at my phone. I text one friend, you know, that I haven't talked to in two months. He's like, I made a million this month. I'm like, well, I got to get my ass out of this house. I got to get it into a new meeting. I got to get into a new business. I got to figure out what's wrong with my business why I'm not performing as well as they, these guys. Right. That's my support group. My friend group pushes me when I'm down. Right. That's how it's supposed to be. Influence. Now, you guys are going to say, oh, man, I don't have that support group. We have to build it. And the mm-hmm. first thing you have to do is get rid of the shit. Get rid right. of the people that don't push you forward or support you when you're down. Because, you know, a lot of friends, as you start getting into business, they're going to say, oh, man, it's okay you're not making six figures yet. Everything's going to take time or everything's doing this. They don't understand because they want you not to succeed. They see too much ambition and they feel insecure about it. Right. When they feel insecure about it, they tell you things to hold you back right to their level so that, you know, at the end of the day, 
they're not losers in your yeah, eyes. They, they don't feel bad. I remember when I was back in high school, you know, I, recently, I only dropped out of high school or finished uh, high school uh, in 2016, 2018 now. So I've been out of school like two and a half, three years. And I remember, you know, I was starting my business. I was so excited. I was telling everybody, you know, how much money I wanted to make, what I wanted to do, all the, you know, what all your my, future was going to look yeah, like. Yeah, what my future was going to look like, what car I was going to drive, where I was going to live. But and, you had a lot of hate. Yeah, and I remember that at first people were like, oh, nice, man. But then all of a sudden it was like, like. You got a little bit of results. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, dude, I don't care. You know, dude, like, that's cool, man. Like, you know, or bro, like, you know, you should focus on that later, man. Focus on going to school right now. Focus yeah, you, on hey, this. Man, maybe you should focus on going to college first. And then you can you could chase your dreams because that's their plan. Mm-hmm. They're scared that your plan might be better than theirs. And when I tell them my plan and they, act, they can't, their mind can't even process that actually happening. Like they have, like we talked about the self-limiting beliefs in the very beginning of this podcast. Their mind has self-limiting beliefs that when I tell them my goals, my ambitions, what I want to do, their mind can't even process that. So why would they be like, why would they go back and forth and say, oh, me too, or do this? Because they know that this is not possible, or at least that's what they think. So they're going to tell you things to fit what their definition of what possible is so that they don't feel like weird. They don't feel out of place. They don't feel like they're doing something wrong. And you guys have to realize you know, you, you want to get to that next level. Like Jeff said, first things first, you have to cut out all toxic, neg- negative distractions. That's it. Because that is going to, you know, slow you down further from anything. They say you're the average of your five best friends. And I guarantee you, do this little experiment right now inside of your mind. Take the five people that, you know, you hang out most around. Take how much money they make. Take the things that they do. Take every action that they decide to do on a daily, weekly basis. I guarantee you, yours is somewhere in the middle of that your income is somewhere in the middle of those five people the things you do on a weekly basis is somewhere in the middle of those five people you know and the crazy thing about it is if you realize you know once you change that association things start changing really really fast like for example when I first started making um, six figures a month and then I started kind of hanging out with you know some people from back home I started you know hanging out with people that were doing twenty thirty thousand dollars a month can't, all of can't a sudden to, you can't you can't even communicate yeah I, I didn't even know how to talk to them no more and then next thing you know I'm like making like fifty thousand a month and I'm like hold up what's going on and so then I'm like I gotta get out of here I just go start traveling I start hanging out with people that are making seven figures a month high six figures a month next thing you know boom my income shoots up to the next level my productivity level uh, you know my product my productivity that I get done the things I do on a daily basis that shoots up to the next level and everything just gets better. If I were to hang out with five freaking meatheads that are in the gym every single day, I guarantee you I'd probably be buff. So look at your association, look at the people you surround yourself with because that is a huge influence on who you are as a person. And it doesn't all have to be in person. You know, it doesn't have to be the five people that live next door to you, the five friends from your school. It, like when we talk about law of association, it's the influences in your life. So if the five people that you're influenced most in your life are, it could be me and Jeff, right? You're tuning into our social media. If, if all you do is stare at, <laughs> we're good. Come on, man. <laughs> My bad. If all you do is stare at Josh and I's social media, all you do is watch content from us all day. That means you associated with us, seven figure earners, all day. Mm-hmm. If you hang out, if you watch us one hour a day, and the other, you know, 17 hours you're awake, 16 hours you're awake. Hang you are you're hanging out with bums you know you're spending time with your family which there's nothing wrong with that it's just about time management um you're probably gonna get results similar to what they have in their life you know money skills are adaptive business mm-hmm. skills are adaptive for example you don't you can't you go to you're in high school right you have no idea about money most people i feel like the newer generation has more of a clue than my generation almost right because entrepreneurship was not even a thing when i was like 15. that wasn't cool no it, it was like cool. what now, it, now it's school? a thing now you don't have a shopify store now in high school <laughs> you know i, I feel like yeah. that's going to become a trend right but when i was in school it wasn't a thing nobody cared about money everyone just wanted to you know hang out party and fight 
that, that's yeah. it, that was reality for me. That was it. Um, and now schools are a little different. I think that you have to realize that who did you learn your money skills from? Mm-hmm. You're gonna learn it from your friends? Most likely no. Definitely you learn it from not. your parents? Because who did your parents learn your money, their money skills from? Their parents. If your whole family's not been wealthy, you probably need to learn new money skills. From you somebody need- else. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, because I've seen a lot of wealthy families and for some reason, the kids tend to make a lot more money, tend to make smarter decisions. Because they to adapted those businesses. money skills. And But the thing, too, you'll, you'll hear a lot of people be like, oh, well, he was born with money, or oh, well, his parents that's were successful. That's a jump start, in my opinion. Yeah, that's, a, that's just a jump start. That just means that their money blueprint was a little bit different. You know, and obviously you have the exceptions, you get some like spoiled I said, brats, But right? like I said, think about money as a skill again. Right. People that were born with money, were born with parents that know how to create money and drive value, and the kids can adapt that and learn from them. Mm-hmm. It's the same as having a natural skill in something. You go on the basketball court, or you know, someone goes on the basketball court, and they just have natural skill. They're just right. good right Both off their the parents bat. Parents jumped high and ran fast, you know. Or and they, they just have good hand-eye coordination. They can shoot really well. They know how to dribble right off the bat. Some people never learn. You know, it's right. just a struggle for some people to learn some things. Right. For me. I can't. I don't have good handwriting, but some people naturally have good handwriting. Right, it's just right. what it is. So what I'm saying is, if someone's born with money, don't hate them. Just know they got natural skill. You got to work a little fucking harder. Mm-hmm. It makes you a better person. It makes you more motivated. Um, let's get to this last topic. Yeah, we have to. Uh, or we could probably we could postpone that to the next podcast. Maybe just wrap up um, momentum, and we could do a whole new podcast on uh, personal branding. Yeah, go ahead. So yeah, guys, when it comes down to momentum, um, you also have to realize that where you are currently you know what where you are currently you need to do something different to get to that next level what you did you know necessarily and here's what i mean don't get it confused with what i said early early earlier when i said you know, i stopped doing the things that got me to where i am but the things that allowed me to make ten thousand dollars a month will not allow me to make a hundred thousand dollars a month will not allow me to make a million dollars a month so another thing too if you're feeling stuck you have to ask yourself about you know your input to output of work Right? You know, what are you, you know, what type of amount of work are you inputting and what is the output? What is the results, right? So now when I think about when I used to make $30,000 a month, I used to bust my ass 10 hours a day. And it was really difficult to get to that level. I had to work like a lot. I didn't get a lot of sleep. Like I had to cut off everything. I had to, you know, get rid of every single distraction. I didn't hang out with friends. I didn't hang out with girls. But now when I do multiple six figures a month, right, I literally can work like two or three hours a day. Like, but the point that I'm at right now, I have leverage. So for example, if you're stuck, it's probably because the amount of work that you're inputting is not gonna produce that same amount of output. It's just not gonna work anymore. It it just doesn't work, like that's it. So, you know, for example, um, I I can have a pencil, right? A pencil sharpener or something. And if I'm trying to use a pencil sharpener or something like that, or a little plastic knife to cut down a tree, that shit ain't gonna work no matter how many hours I put in, no matter how hard I try, no matter how much I want it, right? No matter how much I believe in myself, it's not gonna work. But if I get an electric chainsaw and I come up to that tree, I can probably get it down in a couple of minutes. So that's a tool of leverage, right? Because the person with the, you know, the little plastic knife, it might be like, I feel stuck. You know, I cut down a carrot with this plastic knife. But the thing is, now you're looking at a bigger objective to get to that next level, you might have to bring in more sources of leverage, more tools, right? So if you guys wanna get to that next level in your business, you're feeling stuck, you know, wherever you're feeling stuck, you're feeling stuck in the gym, you're feeling stuck in life, you might have to change your tools of leverage. You just gotta relaunch that momentum. You really have to launch the momentum. If you can get a little bit of momentum, for example, you get in the gym and you start seeing a little bit of results, you can push forward to a lot of results, much Mm -hmm. faster. From a lot of results, you can get insane results. But if you go to little results, 
and you get a little you're just like oh it's not going as fast as i want and you like slow down you're like oh i'll just miss the gym for a couple days right momentum just won't kick back up momentum is a driver in everything the only time the most money i've ever made in my life is on massive waves of momentum Mm -hmm. and then money slows when you're done with the momentum and the you know the wave kind of ends and they're always going to be an end to the wave momentum you can't ride a like a a wave of momentum for your whole life (laughs) but you can keep creating them and keep writing them to their fullest. And that's just going to be the thing that's going to separate someone that makes, you know, 10 grand a year from someone that makes 10 million. It's just understanding waves of momentum, understanding big deals, understanding how to push forward. Right. Um, let's, anyways, let's wrap this up. Josh. Yeah, I think that's it, guys. So, um, again, make sure that if you guys listen to this, you know, and you're on the go, um, try to sit down and really listen to this again, right? Take notes or mental notes, whatever you got to do. But I'm telling you guys, the more you listen to this, the more you actually absorb and really think about the things that we say and actually start executing on them, um, you're going to see a major difference in your life, you know, day to day, major difference in your business, and you're going to actually see results. The biggest thing is seeing results. I don't, we don't want you guys listening to this just to get motivated, just to get inspired. We want you guys to get results. That's the whole purpose of this. That's why it's called the dropout degree. We want you guys to actually have a degree in something that you didn't need to go to college to learn, right? So with that said, um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. This was Josh K. Madrid, uh, a.k.a. Jet Set. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, this is a new season of podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Jeffrey Bunting. All right, guys. Well, I, I had fun today. Hopefully, we start pumping these out every couple days, and uh, we'll see you in a couple days. <laughs> All right. See you guys soon. Peace.